0: Welcome to Quarter R. This is where we mend walls and create safe communities. On Quarter R, we discuss all things lifestyle, family, nation building, everyday issues, and of course, everything about you. It's another beautiful day, another wonderful time to spend with you. And of course, quarter hour ladies, we still talk about mending walls and creating safe communities. I still remain your book, Ifemi Ajala. And today, you and I will be reflecting and trying to come up with some strategies that we can use in our communities to create safe spaces not just for us alone also for our family members recently there was a story that broke out about how an innocent young lady entered a government-run bus Around 7 p.m. That's not um, that's not too dark because she was actually coming from work. According to the story, the driver picked her alone and didn't pick anyone else until later when three other people came in. And that's some distance anyway. So before then, she had sensed that something was wrong. Smart lady, why did this man pick me alone? And of course, the bus was even dark. The lights were off. So she had sensed that... Hmm, there's something wrong somewhere and then she started chatting with a friend and doing some voice notes she was at the back of the bus so she was able to do some voice notes you know in quiet tones you know just to let the friend know that something is wrong somewhere i'm the only one in the bus this man is not picking anybody and of course um okay now he's speaking three people and it's just these three people and after a while the friend kept calling and as at that time she wasn't picking the she wasn't she wasn't chatting with her anymore and then of course of course her friend knew that there was something wrong somewhere but anyway We want to thank God that the friend was smart to leave that details. And when the body of the lady was found after some days, the government swept into action, you know, because it's their their boss. So they were able to get the details and they traced the guy. The guy had actually looked up, you know. (laughs) the guy had left you know to a safe place but of course they were able to get him and of course like I said it was through the details that her friend left because the 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 friend was able to give the details of the bus you know the bus number and all actually also took pictures you know of the of the of the bus driver really so sad i know so sad our life was cut short because of the evil the wicked people living amongst us someone will say they're animals in human skin in our society however upon being interrogated by the security operatives the driver's story really wasn't adding up but initially he apologized for doing something dirty according to her according to him now to the girl and claimed that these other three people he picked he didn't know them that was his story he didn't know them and that when he picked these three people they pointed the gun at him and he had no other choice than to obey and of course somewhere along the line the three people went away with the lady though at some point in the story he said he thought the lady was still hanging on to the pole not knowing that they had dragged the lady with him. Like I said, the story really does not add up. Because even at God point, you can actually know what is happening. The lady will be screaming, don't take me away and all that and all that. You did not see that but you said that you had to drive, you have to drive off because they told you to drive off and you thought the lady was in the bus. So I'm asking, and I'm sure you also will be wondering, what is going on in the world? Even if we want to say the story is true, that the bus driver is innocent and he doesn't even know these three people why will the government driver take advantage of an innocent girl and then the question is why didn't this driver pick all the passengers except her and later on these three people and the lights of the bus are turned off incidentally two more people have showed up i mean having seen the driver's picture two other people have shown up that oh this man did this one he got away with it the other person was smart the lady narrated all the things she did to ensure that i mean she was able to escape but they were able to trace the man's face so even if the man is innocent and that at gunpoint he could not defend this lady after a while on driving why didn't you call your agency to say this just happened now or even call the police. I'm aware that all the government bus drivers have been trained on what to do for emergencies. You did not do that. And then of course you went to park the bus at the station and you did not log anything in. Now, what about these other three people? Why did you decide to pick just one person and after a while you pick three people and after these three people you did not pick anybody? So these are questions begging for answers. But listeners, we do not want this to continue again. I know the government is doing all their possible best, you know, to unravel the story, get to know much about it, more so now that two other people have come up to say, this is the trend with this person. So in creating safe communities, there's some thoughts that I have, and I know you also have some thoughts. You might probably want to share those thoughts. I mean, with the people around you, wherever you are, because we need to create safe communities with ourselves. We need to create this community because we are suffering. And these things, we just have to ensure that we do our bit. Some of the things that are running through my mind is one for the government run buses. You might not have such, you know, in your locality or in your state or country, but For where we have, I mean where where, where we are now, there are some there are some states that have government run buses. Let's get to know the modus operandi of these buses. For instance, now even I just got to know that once the buses, the lights of the buses are off, that means the bus is not supposed to take passengers. The bus is on his way, you know, to the station to park. And then, of course, to make use of the red emergency lights. I understand that is in the bus as well. That once you sense any danger, press that emergency light. Another thought that I have is communicating when you sense danger even when you don't even sense danger let people know where you are you know in those days our our parents were very very strict on the fact that if you don't tell me where you're going you cannot go and even when you get to where you're going and you have to go somewhere else that I'm not aware of you've got to let me know and I think that has to come back now let us know where you are in fact like recently one of my family members traveled outside of the country uh, sorry outside of the states and I had to tell her that look for every junction let me know it's not because I'm worried but you know because of the issues at hand you know there's so much insecurity everywhere and you just want to have a tab on what is happening so I want to admonish everyone listening that irrespective of your age of your marital status or whatever it is let somebody know where you are particularly even when you are sensing danger, it's always good for you to let the person know, the other person on the other hand, that you are reporting. I mean, you will not say, okay, because I'm in the bus. No, 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 you wouldn't do that. Oh, I'm already in the bus. I mean, the number is this, you know, and you'll give a vivid uh, um, explanation of what is happening. So the other person, even if the other person wants to do harm, the person will say, ah, all my details, you know, somebody already knows the bus number and uh, where I'm going and things like that so I think it's good for us to have that and then another thing that came up to my mind also is that we should not go out when it's dark. I know you will say oh to be honest some people close late so I mean I wouldn't say that they should not go home but if you don't have to go out you don't have to go out but where you have to now go out you've got to be cautious you've got to be sensitive to the environment where you are and also try and find out what's the safest mode of you going home and walk around it and walk around it. then also we need to watch out for one another we need to watch out for one another it's critical now. Elections are coming in, we, 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 keep, we will now keep hearing of quite a lot of evil devices. Some are diabolical, some go into rituals and things like that. So we have to be very careful of this season. Let's be sensitive of what is happening in our neighborhood, in our society, in our communities and we can always make use of the emergency codes now different countries have it different states have it so you have to look for the one that is just aware that even if you're not the one in danger you see someone in danger you cannot help out you can actually reach out to those emergency numbers to call and let's help come for that person then let's bring it home how are we raising our children how are we raising them because a lot of times The critical formative years of our children, the parents are not there. And I totally agree with you because you've got to look for money. You've got to look, you know, for things that you have to do to bring money home. But can we just take a break and let's rearrange, you know, everything about our life for these children so that we do not breed monsters. The formative years are critical, you know, to the, to form an individual. Once you miss that mark, that's it. That formative years, people, experts will probably say seven years, seven years a child is formed. If the child is going to be wicked, you already know. If a child is going to be good, you already know by the age of seven. So at that time, what are we? putting into them what are the values we are putting into them this should be values of hard work not easy money not ritual money not um, cheating somebody not wounding somebody to get money so the values we must keep to them at that time are values of hard work of discipline and of course being aware of your environment you know the, the people in the developed world are very aware of their environment they know what is happening you know It's not that they are nosy, but they know if a stranger enters their community and they feel that there's something wrong with this, they immediately call, you know, help that you need to come and look at this. So we need to get to that point where we are sensitive, you know, and then of course, let's also work on our intuitions. God has created us, you know, with those buttons. So those buttons, let's make use of them. And I was somewhere at a bootcamp for girls and I was amazed they were actually training them on martial arts and i really asked i said why oh they said for self-defense so i think it's another thing that we can look at you know for self-defense and upon all discipline of the body why must you take advantage of an innocent girl i know if you look at the number of rape cases we have i mean it tilts more you know that the that the victim will always be the gender the female gender so i mean i can as well say that why is it that you know the opposite sex will always take advantage? Why is it that you just want to have your way even when you know it's not right? So these are things that we need to inculcate in our youth that you do not you do not take advantage of innocent people. Even if you want to have your way, it's something that you must consent to. Not because you are, you know, the other sex and you are the bigger person, or you have a weapon, or because you have that feeling, you have to do it. No, you are in discipline. You've got to be disciplined for that. And to round it up, we all know who God is. So let's inculcate God into the lives of our children. Let them get to know God, so that when the devil comes to give them things to do, they will know they have a master, and that is God. And above all, can we be prayerful? Anywhere we go, let's keep Praying for our safety, Nigeria will be great. Nigeria will be saved, and everyone will be in a safe community. But you must do your part. I must do my part. So we'll come again next week. Please keep safe, and remember, do your part to be safe in your community. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Kota R. If you have feedback comments, questions or any other topics you'd like us to discuss, please call 700 123 or send a text to 0701-050-9771